Welcome back, guys. So once again, my name is Adam. This is Victor. Hi, Juan. Hello. Kenny, thank Hello. you for joining us, joining us for this roundtable. And today, we're going to discuss the IPO of Robinhood. And it's going to be a 40 billion IPO. So Robinhood is basically a commission-free brokerage and has been making a lot of waves in the industry over the last few years. So we're going to talk about their IPO because I think this is one of the more... Uh, hyped IPOs among the investment community, especially among, um, I guess, the Wall Street bet community, <laughs> right? Yes. So we're going to cover about that. So basically, uh, let's do a quick recap of Robin Hood's business model. What makes, what makes them so special? Oh, so before I jump into it, just, just a few key numbers. So in under eight years, they have about 18 million uh, cumulative net funded accounts. And then aside from that, they also have uh, 17.7 million uh, monthly active users. Yeah. So in under eight years. And then uh, in 2020, they have about $959 million in revenue. So 75% of that comes from transaction-based revenues. So basically what they do is they get the revenue from the payment of order flow. So they, whenever someone purchase uh, a stock, they will go through a third-party uh, market maker, giving them the rights to execute uh, the buy, the buying or the selling of the shares. So with that, they are able to earn like uh, a micro fraction of a cent for every dollar that they send over to them to execute. And then from there, the market maker, that basically what they do is they're going to arbitrage off your position. So instead of, you know, let's say you put in an order for, this is just an example, so it's easy for people to understand. So mm -hmm. you put in an order for, let's say, uh, a dollar, and they, they are able to get uh, something for like 95 cents, right? So then they will find try to find something uh, at 70 cents so then they will they will try to arbitrage and make like 25 cents and give you like 9.75 instead of 9.50 you you know what I mean yep. right so yep. the, the so the savings is, is not that great so that's why they are under a lot of scrutiny is because you know a brokerage uh, uh, a broker's job is basically to give you the best possible price mm -hmm. right yep. but in this case I think these are mainly uh, retail investors so they, they don't really care that much yep. uh, so, how much they get as long as yep. they get the price that they want to. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so you means that the payment for order flow is the reason why they are able to give commission free and no minimum. Right? Yes, that's right. This has been happened for a couple of years. Of especially Chow Shop, they went from ten dollars to five dollars. The reason why they are able to cut is because they they sell all the payment, uh, all these orders to the third party maker, and yeah. it's in a way subsidized uh, Give yeah. them more revenue. Just in case you may not be aware, Robinhood because uh, in Singapore we can't really use Robinhood, yeah. but in the US it's actually a very popular uh, brokerage platform where people can actually buy shares, options. They can even trade cryptocurrency yep. like your uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum and then uh, Dogecoin especially which yeah. is the now uh, it's also a platform where a lot of people buy meme stocks you know, yeah. game stock typically this is a user base where you know they are very popular among the wasty bets mm -hmm. where you know Tesla yep. uh, AMC's uh, GameStop those are the stocks where you know very popular among I think the because you can buy investors. fractional shares from them right yes. and yeah. they gamify the whole uh, platform yeah. you, like, you are just like play, playing a game so if you're a gamer probably you like yeah. Robin Hood you know? so for fractional shares maybe you may not be familiar also because in the US it's also quite common mm. because they trade based on the per share basis uh, you know just like uh, Amazon for example one share is about 3000 plus right some people may not afford it so uh, what Robin Hood did was very simple they actually uh, break it out the share into fractional and then you know if you have got let's say $200 to invest 
you can't buy Amazon, okay? But through Robinhood platform, you can actually buy that fractional share. You can still own Amazon, just that you don't own a share, but mm. a fraction of it. Mm. based on the amount that you have yeah yeah so i think just to kind of do a recap because there's quite a bit for people who are not familiar with Robinhood and what's so yeah. special about them is that they were the first brokerage in the u.s to offer zero commissions free yeah, yeah b- basically before that whenever you wanted to buy or sell you had to pay a fee mm. yeah. and if you were doing that a lot it gets quite quite expensive yeah. yeah so they were the first one to come up with commission free they made it really sexy a lot of yep. like confetti and badges and stuff like that. It gamified the experience. Yeah. And basically what Kenny, you distract was just the business model where basically they sold their trades to the market makers. Yeah. So if you want, if you want an explanation about that, I think Kenny did a, a video on Robinhood before. Yeah. You yeah. can go check that out. We don't want to go into the details of that, but that's basically how the business model works. They kind of yeah. like uh, sell your trades to the market makers. Yeah. Yeah. So generally their target audience is basically people between 18 to 34 years, people who are just new, don't have a lot of money to trade, so zero commissions is the way to go for them. Mm-hmm. So moving on to my next point is basically uh, the second business is with their net interest revenue, which is about 90%, 19% of their revenue. So net interest revenue is basically whatever cash you have in your account, they will put in a FDIC approved like deposit and they'll make like those minor percentage here and there and it accumulates over time. They do also margin lending, so they lend to their own uh, customers uh, at a higher percentage and as also as at the same time securities lending. Mm-hmm. So what happens is someone want to short, they will borrow shares from someone who already owns the shares on their platform and after that they will earn an interest and share it with the person who loaned it out. Mm-hmm. So that that's basically how it works. And then last but not least, other revenues, they also have a subscription re- re- revenue which is Robinhood Go, which gives them access to market data like Nasdaq Level 2 and of course uh, if when they are approved, they get access to margin trading as well yeah. all right yeah there's a very small part of it actually yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Uh, i think the main thing we want to focus on right now at this point is like we're talking we're talking about all these things but we don't see how successful robin hood is actually actually is yeah. so you're saying how many users they have or you know, 18, million. 18 million yeah so yeah. they actually grown this amount from forty thousand in 2014 mm-hmm. to about 18 million uh net cumulative funded accounts okay so funded accounts are they just measure those people who actually deposited their mm-hmm. money into the platform right and if you compare what they have achieved so far over the last seven years uh, 18 million account versus uh charles charles i think getting about uh 32 millions mm-hmm. Fidelity is about 29 million. So, and all these guys has been around for like many years. Decades, now, Swap, right? yeah. yeah, Swap has mm. been around, I think 1940s. Uh, Fidelity, I think has been around at around 1940s uh, actually. Swap is about 1970s. Mm. So this guy actually, you know, got so much account, so many accounts within seven years plus, right? So it's very uh, disruptive guys in the mm. brokerage industry actually. Yeah, so I think they disrupted the thing, uh, and I I like to I think that disruption is coming here as well. Yeah, yeah. to Singapore, which is a good thing because yeah. I think a lot a lot of fees are actually coming down. It's a lot cheaper to trade nowadays, and because it's so cheap or free, it just uh you know, it just brings up the interest in a lot of people. That it's a lot easier to just uh, get into the stock market and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so but that's a that's a I mean that's I think that's the hype about Robinhood is basically that they have proved that this business model actually works. works yeah. hmm. The old model of you know making charging Coming. high fees isn't yeah. gonna be is gonna is gonna go, it's gonna go, go away. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's here to stay. So eighteen million. Yeah funded accounts yeah. yes. in seven years and yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's really fast all right yeah. so I think uh, one question people could ask if you know if you're not paying for your trades you know so are there any risks to that business model because essentially you are not the customer anymore 
you are the product. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're free, you're using something for free, you are the product. Yeah. So is there any nothing risk? is free. Nothing, nothing is free. Nothing is actually free. They're just making money off of you. Yeah. Any risk to that business model? I think the biggest risk is going to be the uh, business uh, model, right? Because SEC mm-hmm. is actually reviewing the payment for all the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is because of the conflict of interest that they got. Okay, because uh, if you do a trade with Robinhood, uh, you know Robinhood can actually technically put your orders to someone that is willing to pay the highest. And that person who is willing to buy the orders from you may not necessarily give you the best uh, price, yeah. right? Okay. So there is actually an inherent uh, net conflict of interest that they, they have got from mm. there. Okay. So SEC is just reviewing this entire business model. And if they decided to ban these things, all right, Robin will have to change the business model probably yep. to some recurring business model. I don't know. They have to all oh, they revert back to the old way of doing business like commission based yep. kind of revenue, right? So, so this you is can the biggest a big drop in the revenue if this ever happen. Yeah. yeah. So currently they're still reviewing. We're still not not sure yet whether this is going to happen. But okay. you know, there's a potential that could happen. Yeah. So another thing is of course uh, the, the compliant costs will actually go up. So uh, because now SEC is uh, closely looking at them and they yeah. have, and that will go up and all the bigger players they have more money so they are able to handle it. So that could uh, take them longer to become consistently profitable uh, profitable in the long run. Then and, and the, the next big thing is of course the the scandal that happened during GameStop, right? Yeah. They have this where they pause trading and everyone is unhappy right now. And right now they even give their own customers the opportunity to purchase their shares, the IPO, IPO and all of them just rejected. <laughs> they don't want to buy the stock at all. So the thing is with them is, uh, this is not a unique to Robin Hood's situation. So what yeah. happened is uh, they have to deal with um, the, the agency called DTCC, which is a depository um, uh, uh, trust and clearing corporation. So what happens is uh, it takes about two days for them to clear the trades, right? And with uh, at, uh, on the second day, you need to have that money available for them to exchange uh, cash for shares. So that with that, if uh, most of the customers are trading on margin, they need to hold more cash on hand so that when the day comes, they have the money to to pay up, pay up for it. So and at the same time, because of the volatility in the market, the cost of clearing actually went up. So that's why a lot of uh, other brokerage firms such as uh, M1, Weibo also suspended trading because of the high clearing fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and of course, because of this, uh, they, they got fined 17, uh, $70 million. That's, that's what they say in this article is that not they are not being clear about what's your purchasing power, when you get margin call, so on and so forth, then it will cause people to panic and, and, and make bad decisions. So basically, they are not protecting their customers. Yep. So with that, $70 million, $12.6 million went to compensate the customers and $57 million was the fine. Yep. For, yeah. So I think all these fines will become very common. But of course, it's not the first time. Am I right? They're happening to them, right? That time you talk about the suicide case oh, of yes. the, yeah, the young guy, right? Yeah, there was yeah. a misstatement of $730,000 yeah. yeah. that caused him to take his own life. So, so there was an error on Robin yeah. Hood's part yeah. on the app. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was a misstatement. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and another thing I was, which I find that the Robin Hood business model is quite intriguing is because the way they market their service, right? They yeah. always you know market it as you know, commission-free, but actually helping you, helping you. Yeah, helping you. <laughs> but it's, to me, it's quite misleading because they're actually making money off you. They make money from the payment for order flow, yeah. right? but they market it as commission-free. Actually, yeah. you are paying for it without you realizing it, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. the orders, you can actually get a better order transaction price now that you not a so good price and then you actually lost it from 
the transaction order that you made and you never see it. It just yeah. disappeared because the market order is So in a way, you are paying a fee. It's just you just paying a fee. spread rather yes. than a, a flat fee yep. upfront yeah. or something like that. So right? who is robbing? Who's stealing the money from? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I actually did a calculation on how much the customer is actually paying, the retail investor, in terms of the uh, the stock amount that they traded, right, mm. based on the equities value that they have. So if I look at the, as of the 2019, the fees, usually when you make purchase of let's say $10,000, you pay mm. your traditional broker of 0.12%. Now in the past, it used to be 025 in Singapore, but it's dropped nowadays, right? Uh, in the US, I think uh, IBKR is charging like $2 per transaction, mm. regardless of the amount, right? Uh, and in the Robinhood, actually they are charging 0.46%. Mm-hmm. which is even higher than the norm in the past. That was in 2019, but mm-hmm. the fee started to drop in 2020. It has actually dropped to about 0.17, mm-hmm. right, which is quite competitive. And it's very similar to the traditional broker rate, actually. And then 0.169 in the first quarter of 2021. Okay. Okay, so you are still paying a fee, just that you are not aware. So I guess this it. is just brilliant marketing yeah. in a sense. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah people, I think those people, they just can't see it because a lot of them are very low in account. So I actually, I asked, uh, I told I talked to one young guy. Then he was I was saying, how come you you know you're not getting the best price? He said it doesn't matter. I don't have a lot of money. You know, yeah, you don't uh, yeah. get the yeah, best yeah. price. Yeah. True. So for people who are started, you know, if let's say I calculate the amount that makes sense to trade through Robinhood, if you have less than one thousand dollars to trade, I think it makes sense to buy in Robinhood. Mm-hmm. If you above uh, one thousand dollars, based on the zero point one six nine percent, it's better for you to go to let's say IBKR or even other brokers that gives you a better rate. Okay. Yeah. So are you saying that maybe the customers may migrate? over yes, to the yes, more yeah. prestigious, reputable yeah. brokerages in yeah. India. So let links back to the part where I think that the bro- the way they market it is a bit misleading, but once customers start to become aware of you know, the fees that they're paying, which is hidden, mm-hmm. they may start to migrate to other brokerage accounts. And the other brokerages yeah. are also offering zero commission, zero commission yeah. trades as well, right? But yes. they do sell your order flows to the market maker as yeah. well. Yeah. And they make it clear. Okay. They make it clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they still have the commission business, but, but yeah. I think probably who don't have the commission right totally yeah. Yeah. so mm. for people who are in the market using the traditional brokers uh, especially like uh, we are the customer of IBKR I think we are getting even the better rate right so we well, there's no way that we're going to switch to Robinhood but people who are customer of Robinhood once they get you know understand how Robinhood makes money they may switch out so it Eventually, sounds like yeah. this is a great starter brokerage, brokerage for people yeah. who have you know, just starting out no idea yeah. what's happening it's free it's sexy easy to use they will join yeah. Robin Hood and then yeah. if they get better at this thing and they realize hey man I can make let's save a lot more money if I make yeah, another yeah. brokerage mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to shift so they basically occupy a very special niche, niche in the market yes, yeah. and that niche may not last forever I mean mm. there will always be new traders coming yep. in Yes, but then they might leave along the way Yeah. yeah. so I guess that's what GameStop's business model is like yeah. in, in, the, in for now right yeah. that's how it's going to sound like yeah Okay. And of course, I mean, it, it makes sense because the thing is, uh, it's almost like, you know, iFast. iFast right now, they have customers that are really rich. They're trying to vie for a customer. But once customer reach a certain net worth, they will always go for like UBS or the wealth management higher end. So that's basically how Robinhood will be. But work. not everyone will get that. Not everyone will get that. But then, there's a target customer. But for you, know? you to transit from Robinhood to IBKR is probably quite easy. Quite easy. Yeah, yeah, right. easy yeah, yeah, it's yeah, different yeah. from you transit to the to, higher to, net worth. To private banking. Yeah. 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 I think okay. the Robinhood is actually very clear they may be very clear right? at Robinhood the rich don't get better deal okay. they say that <laughs> in the prospectus alright okay so let's have a look at the financials I mean do the one I mean proof in the pudding is to have a look at their numbers and see whether their business model is actually working out for them so what are their numbers like you know how is it coming along I mean so if you see uh, 2020 revenue right they're about 950 
98 billions right close to a billion yeah. close to a billion ah, sorry 98 million. million sorry yeah. Yeah. then okay. uh in 2019 they are just 277 million mm-hmm. right but the first quarter of 2021 they are at 522 million so that's about 54.4 percent of the total 2020s so revenue really fast. Yeah. yeah yeah so they are growing very fast in terms of revenue but in terms of the uh net profit uh they are profitable on the 2020 Uh, just the EBITDA. Yeah. Uh, no, on the net profit, they are profitable. The EBITDA, they also profitable. But on the 2021, yeah. they are they are recorded negative on the net profit. But on the EBITDA, they adjusted. Uh, is profitable, mm-hmm. right? So that's the case for uh, Robinhood. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that uh, 2020 was the first time they become profitable. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think because of the volume that is highly traded on that particular year. And it's because of COVID-19, right? Yeah. A lot of people were like um, staying home. Uh, mm. Like you're saying the casino is not open. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you had to go to the stock market instead. The stock market is the casino. And the stock market had this crazy drop yeah. in March and April in 2020. Yeah. And then it just went poof on a, on a market. There were a lot of stimulus. Yeah. Uh, stimulus as well from yes. the US government. So mm. a lot of that cash that was flowing around yep. in the economy just went into the stock market. Yep, yep. that's right. Yeah. So if you look at the revenue uh, based on the transaction-based revenue, I think Kenny has re- uh, has brought it up, but let me just repeat because there's one point I want to share here. And you can look at the transaction-based revenue. Uh, option actually accounted about 38% of the revenue. Okay, So a lot of people you, who use Robinhood, they actually use it to buy a lot of options mm-hmm. in the US. Mm. right? And then of course, uh, they have equities which account about one quarter, 26% there about Cryptocurrency actually accounted about 17% of the total revenue in the first quarter of 2021. Okay, so out of this 17%, 35% or 36% actually comes from Dogecoin. Wow. Okay, so okay. Dogecoin is a joke joke coin. Yeah, it's supposed to be a joke, but yeah. it becomes a financial instruments that people speculate. Mm-hmm. And even among crypto investors, they find that this is a joke and yeah. why people are buying that. Right? Uh-huh. And that itself accounted about 6% of the raft. Okay. So yeah. uh, if the joke coins <laughs> disappeared in one day, right, mm-hmm. the 6% revenue may disappear as well yeah. from the uh, financial. Yeah. Okay, so there's one thing to yeah. take note of. Right? Mm-hmm. I think to put into perspective, that is about 14% of the total asset under custody. Okay. Yeah, for the, the crypto. yeah, cryptos. Yeah. So another thing also I have to be aware is the first uh, quarter of this year, right? It's basically most of the account opening and uh, and all the funding is basically due to stimulus checks and and people yeah. uh, uh, gambling. Mm. So that might come off later because yeah. in September basically stimulus checks was was stop rolling mm. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once they finish spending the money, I think some of the trading will also stop eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess 2020 was a great year for brokerages in general. I mean, mm, people yes. were trading more. And then there's the crypto boom back again. Yeah. 2017 was the first one and now this is again one, one another, another round. Yeah. But what you're saying is that the revenue and it may not be, it, it's a bit volatile because yeah, it's, it's yeah. based around a few things that may not be around in the next few years. Yes. 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 Compared yes. to the more traditional brokerages where they have very yeah. traditional businesses that they built over decades. So, but I guess this is a, this is why this is such a great time for Robinhood to IPO. Yep. Yeah. Because it's been, been a bumper year in 2020. It's been carried on in 2021. Crypto is on its uh, second wave and all that. And people love IPO now. And people love IPOs. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a wave of IPOs in the US market. So yeah. I think um, we're going to go into that right now. So they're going to, they plan to be, they're going to plan to IPO pretty soon. 40 billion is the headline figure. Um, is that 
price reasonable? How would you value Robinhood? I think it's obvious that it's overpriced. So okay. one good example is uh, interactive brokers have about $2 billion in revenue and it's profitable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's trading at $26, uh, $27 billion market cap as opposed to, uh, it's that 11, 11 times price to sales ratio. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robinhood right now is uh, bringing in about $1 billion in, in revenue, mm-hmm. right? And they're trading, they're going to lease at 40 times price to sales. Yeah, so that's based billion. on the full year 2020. If, mm-hmm. Let's say we look at their first quarter of 2021, I think they already achieved about half a billion in the first quarter in mm-hmm. terms of sales. So yeah, if yep. you analyze it, that gives you about two billions mm-hmm. and market cap of 40 billions, you know, over two billions, it's gonna give you 20 times price to sale. It's still on the high side. Uh, and you know, that is fine if the growth momentum continues, you know, but I think based on what we have highlighted, I think the COVID boost is one that will probably disappear. Stimulus is also one that will probably will disappear along the way. And then the unsustainable, you know, joke, Dogecoin <laughs> yeah. that has been Make traded. Sure more joke coins that come up, right? Yeah, yeah. that could be, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't want to bet for something that is a joke, right? Yeah, I mean, you want to create the money. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of things basically also dependent on the VIX index. So, there's more vo- when there's more volatility, people tend to trade more. If you look at uh, IBKR, you can see their commission revenue actually goes up and down and it mostly correlates with the VIX index uh, for that. Mm-hmm. So, then, if uh, the, since they are still early in their growth phase, if VIX index were to drop next year is a quiet year and maybe they are, the number of new customers coming on uh, and the number of trades they're doing are not able to make up for last year's growth maybe maybe the share price there's a high chance that the share price might come down yeah. the valuation of the company might come yeah. down yeah okay so i compare it with uh, i think another company swap the price to sales currently is trading about 10 times uh, futu i think is uh, trading at about 39 times also a very popular uh, brokerage yeah. account free commission. And then UP FinTech, which is I think Tiger Broker that all of us are yeah. quite familiar, is trading at about 23 times. So yeah. I think pricing them as like those com- uh, comparable to the Futu at UP mm. FinTech, you mm-hmm. know, their yeah. valuation. Uh, they are considered a FinTech company, I would say, mm-hmm. for Robinhood. So I think they are pricing it at that kind of level. Yeah. But just bear in mind that now, yeah. they got a lot of booster because of the COVID yeah. right, pandemic. But, but I think we also need to take note that 2020 right, was uh, every almost every broker they got a uh, record high account yeah. opening, mm. right? So, so when everybody sign up, people who who didn't even go to the market and suddenly go to market sign up, so there's a that, that means there's a lot of people in the market right now, right? So in future, right, the the number of people entering may not be as much as this current twenty twenty uh bump, you know, year. You know? Yeah, and there's a lot of competition as well, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you see like Moo and Futu, yeah, Tiger yeah. Brokers, Weibo, yeah. Yeah. IBKR, and all yeah. that. They all offer really com- low commissions yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah. for example, IB, uh, IBKR actually went up by fifty six percent the number of accounts over last year, and they are already very big. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. big player in the market. All right. So I think uh, the only way you could justify Robinhood's valuation is because of growth, but yeah. the growth may not sustain like what you guys are saying because yeah. 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 COVID was a special year and there's so much competition from other brokerages as well yeah. who are just as or even they've been around for a longer time yeah like IBKR is probably the market leader when it comes to low cost yeah. um, brokers right yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're cheaper <laughs> they're probably yeah. 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 yeah and zero commissions are everywhere so yeah. it's very easy there's no specific edge expect, uh, except that it may be more user friendly uh, okay but yeah. I guess at the end of the day I think we discussed all these fundamental data I mean p- people who buy you know uh, Bitcoin, people who buy uh, GameStop, and they don't really care about all these fundamentals, right? So yeah. it, at the end of the day, it becomes a meme stock, right? So whether, <laughs> the question is whether Robinhood will become a next meme stock. <laughs> yeah. If meme it stock. does, then I think it's a very good investment because it will go up. Yeah. Yeah. One day, we'll have to come know, right? back, back <laughs> yeah. to reality. Yeah. Right? Yes, reality yeah. will still I forgot to check, maybe Robinhood trades <laughs> like the casino stock. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so anyway, yeah. just a quick one. Would you invest in Robinhood if you could? 
yes or no? Uh, no. No? No. 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 Yeah. no. And I mean, the choice is, I mean, Ibikira as a comparison is just a much better investment in your in your yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So I think that's our take on Robinhood. I think it's a very dynamic, uh, disruptive company I think it's done a, a whole lot for the industry actually yeah. Yeah. I'm actually thankful that they came around mm. yeah. the brokerages I mean they brought in brought in, brought down the, the, the fees, fees and all yeah. that yeah, generate a lot more interest overall not just in the US but around the world actually That's, yeah. they brought that low cost model around the world but I think the IPO price is a bit expensive mm. so yeah. if there were a choice I mean me personally as well if I had to go into this space IB Kira is as a comparison a lot more stable a lot bigger profitable profitable mm. yeah. and uh, cheaper as well yeah. yeah. so I think uh, it's pretty clear what we think about it alright thank you so much for listening to this roundtable if you like the podcast feel free to follow and of course if there's a YouTube version of this podcast as well do check us out on YouTube uh, just search for the fifth person and we'll see this uh, you know this discussion as well in video as well so thank you so much for listening and we'll see you around